Good morning and welcome to the manual. It is the end of another week. And we're heading into June, people. We're heading into our official summer months. It has been six months since we've said Happy New Year. But has it been a happy new year? A lot has gone on in the last 180 days almost. And one of the things I want to talk about today is how the media and how we, meaning we African-Americans or people of color, react to things that are happening. I understand the frustration. I understand the pain. I understand what's going on, what we saw. But going into rioting, going into um, social unrest, this man did not die for this to happen, for, for you to have an excuse to go into a Target store and grab TVs and grab appliances and grab video games and grab clothes and, and what have you. This is insane that every time something like this happens, the focus becomes off of what really happened to the victim and is now thrown on the other victims, which is people of color. And if you are somebody that's that's going to tell me or tell us that, oh, well, it's justifiably that we're mad and upset. We're going to burn our community and destroy things and take property. You sound stupid. Say it to yourself out loud. You sound stupid. Just like when Freddie Gray died and they burnt that CVS or Rite Aid. I can't remember what it was for those people that have been in that neighborhood before. That was probably the only access to people having to uh, to groceries, which you wouldn't even want to get groceries from CVS. We don't think of CVS or write it as a place to get groceries. But that's what people did because I've been to that neighborhood. And when I went to that neighborhood, I was shocked. Like, wow, there's no there's no supermarkets here. There are no produce stores here. It was just like a basic USG. It was basic, you know, church liquor store laundromat. Or church liquor store check cashing spot. Or church liquor store chicken spot. This was crazy. Now, you're going to have retailers like Target and Walmart and whoever else. These large retailers who make a lot of money off of the communities. Not wanting to even put a store there now. And rightfully so. Why would I put a, Why would I spend millions of dollars to put a store in a place where I know that's it's when something like this happens, it people are gonna take advantage of that. You're only hurting yourselves. You're only hurting us. You're hurting us more. You're making this look like this is why we shoot them. This is why this happens. I can't believe what I even saw the last couple of days. I I, I just. It was like a car crash. I couldn't turn away. I was like, what is going on? Like, what? The focus has shifted now from, from this. I mean, and I understand the anger. I understand what's going on. I understand that you're mad and upset. I get, I get it. I get it. I get it. But this can't be the way that we're going about things. This cannot be the way that we're doing it. I don't even understand how to even defend any of this action. You know, what do you, what do you tell a little kid who's seeing this and trying and trying to make sense of what's going on. What do you tell them? That this is okay. That this is this is cool. That we just got all this stuff for free. We all talking about, you know. Oh, I don't like to rat on my on my people. I don't like to 
you know, give information or whatever it is. We don't snitch. I'm telling you right now, if if that was somebody I knew coming into the neighborhood, I might have not gone to the lengths of going to law enforcement on you, but I would have damn sure told you to your face, like, yo, that's wrong. You shouldn't have did that. Because now, now that puts a target on all of us. And I hope everybody that was on them cameras stupidly, I hope, I hope your ass is caught. Real talk. I hope you are caught for that. Because that was the dumbest thing ever. I don't even understand what what was on your mind. I saw people coming out of there with like shopping carts. Like it was Black Friday. Like it was Black Friday. I could not believe what I was seeing. And as much as I tried to turn away from it, as much as I tried to try to tune it out, I, it's just like, I'm like, wow, this is really happening in real time. In real time. We all may know police officers. It's a very hard job. I would never say that that's an easy job. I, I told you guys prior, I, I know a couple of police officers. I don't, I don't know them to the extent of would they do something like this. I don't know that. But I know, I know that the kind of work that they have to do, the, the, the kind of things that they face every, every day, putting on that, that badge and that gun, going into areas where you know, they may not be welcomed because of the stigma that goes on. I understand that. But I also understand, too, like, you know, being a rogue cop and doing these things is messed up. And, you know, you're you're not put into a public trust to, to take the law into your own hands, so to speak. If we can't do it, you shouldn't be able to do it. I get that. I, you know, that's basic. That's basic understanding. But. There was a issue in L.A. as well. There was an issue in another city, I think St. Paul. There was a city, you know, things going on. The social distancing has kept people has kept people in. But then when you see these things, people out and about and, and doing that, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. We're still a and still a and still things going on. And you guys are out there running shoulder to shoulder. Risking getting sick to get a couple of TVs, to get a couple of stereos. Because that's what the media is going to show. That's what every channel is showing this morning. Every channel is showing that this morning. Every social media platform is showing that. Showing your dumb ass running out of a, of a store with, 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 with goods you didn't purchase. And I'm also hearing, and I have to fact check this, but I will, it, is, it, is, it is prudent to me to put this out there. There are black businesses too that got burned and that got looted. We are facing a financial situation in this country that we've never seen. And people are losing businesses. People are trying to reopen businesses. And you just now taking away that chance from someone completely. You've taken food off someone else's table that is like you. You've taken a job away from someone that is like you. This is why. This is why we get looked at the way we looked at as a whole. Same as same as the cops of the police getting looked at the way they looked at because of one or two bad people. Now, in watching, I've been trying not to watch a lot of media coverage of late because, again, I, it's just being home now, I don't even know, 12, 11, 12 weeks, I don't even know what how long I've been home for the most part. But try not to watch that much news to consume my, you know, consume my time, try to get other things done. But what I'm... What I'm trying to understand is that what evidence else do you need to know prior? 
I get, okay, we want to get everything in line to see what happened. But I'm like, we saw what happened. Prior to what happened is different. It ended up in this young man being killed on TV or on camera that became on TV. That's that's the part. That's the part of what we're talking about. Nothing should have led up to that happening when a man was already in custody, so to speak. So so any other evidence that you're trying to present or say, oh, this is why we this is why we did this. This is you're going to sound really fucking stupid. Because at the end of the day, this is this is what happened. This is the end result of what happened. This is what happened at the at the the back end of what transpired and what from what we all saw from other video surveillances which from i think it was from a vantage point of a restaurant um a vantage point of another store a couple of other cell phones as well i think there's multiple cell phones recording there was no resisting and i and i always and i always mention this like stop resisting i'm like what is so what is compliant like what what do you have to do we saw philip castile be compliant even telling the officer that I have a loaded weapon in my glove compartment. Uh, so it's really mind bending that there is other evidence that that may say, OK, we we can't charge. I bet you that was you or I that did that to anybody, not even a person of color, but just did that to anybody. We would be in custody. Trust and believe that we will be in custody. It's been a pretty pretty busy week. You have the president. I hate even calling him that. You have the president trying to go against social media platforms, which he uses to to say that it's censorship now. Really? Because they fact check the dumb shit that you say. So now it's censorship. You just can't say things. You know, you went on and said something uh, last night, I believe it was, that they had to they had to flag. Because you're going to incite a riot. You're supposed to kind of calm things. You're supposed to be the voice of reason. I can't even call you the president. You don't even deserve that. Because you damn sure didn't get my vote. Yo, I I just I just can't. This been a this this has been a really crazy week. Matter of fact, the last couple of weeks has been crazy because we were just t- dealing with the the Aubrey murder and probably charges and all that stuff that's happening right now for then this to happen and, and then Breonna Taylor and I I didn't even know much into that story but what was plastered and then I had to kind of get an idea of what happened to this young woman horrific. Could you imagine someone planning out a right, planning out an operation, didn't even get the fucking address right. What kind of shit show on wheels are we running? That ended up in 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 someone being murdered because y'all stupid. You know, I, this has been a very very trying time. This has been a very, I mean, on on all fronts, on all fronts. I'm I'm seeing. I'm seeing and hearing about people that are dealing with mental health issues. People are dealing with, you know, being shuttered in so long that they cannot focus. They cannot deal. They cannot make use of this time off. And yeah, I get it. Some of us haven't even gotten to the point of getting back to work or making 
a living, a decent living, that is. Because, you know, resources are, are stressed to the max. But amidst all of this, we got clowns in office, clowns. Might as well be, um, be, be the circus, Barnum and Bailey. Guys are fucking clowns. I had a whole week of different things to talk about. I had some other lighthearted stuff to go into, which I'm hopefully next week I'll be able to go into it and, and get that done. Then to have to waste air talking about things that we're always talking about. Because it's, it's a cycle that's just not going to stop. But then they're out there looting. They're out there breaking into businesses. They're out there doing God knows what. They burned a police station down last night in Minneapolis. They burned a police station down, one of of the stations down. What happens if there's a crime in your neighborhood that you need help now? That the respond time from another precinct in the city is going to take a little longer. What happens then? What Have you guys even thought that out? What happens then if there's something going on where you need assistance or there's someone that needs assistance? And mind you, again, retailers are not there now because you've destroyed some of those retail stores. So how do you even get supplies for the pandemic, for what you're dealing with? How do you even do that? Someone, answer, someone please come and answer that for me because it makes no sense. Rage is rage. You got to control things. You got to con- control how how things are done. It's easier said than done. I am not advocating that I am this calm, cool, collected person. Most of the time I try to be, but I'm not. I have a, I'm an animal at the core like everybody else. But eventually you have to come to reason. You have to come to some rationales. You have to come to a point of knowing Okay, this has gone too far. This has gone too far. And I heard something last night that I actually agree with. Um, I think it was a psychologist that is working with Taraji P. Henson on a project um, to help people basically with mental health issues. They had some information that they were giving out on CNN. And the psychologist stated basically that we should stop sharing the video or the photos of Mr. George Floyd's situation. Because it's just going to keep, it's going to keep inducing that trauma. It's going to keep inducing these images. And it's, it's not going to, it's not going to get us to a spot where we can, we, where we can have a conversation. We're just going to reflect and rage. And in the backdrop of all of this was the Amy Cooper call on Christian Cooper. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy! You guys have heard, heard it, seen it. This lady, this lady could have ruined this man's life. How many other countless lives probably have been ruined by false accusations? She was so confident in what she was going to do that even being recorded, she felt no repercussions that were going to happen to her. She felt no fear. No pun intended. She felt no fear. And that poor dog, that poor dog was strangling, just was getting choked out. It's kind of like a sick reverse universe to see that. I have not yet witnessed something like that. I have not yet been a victim of that. But I can imagine how many 
arguments someone may have had in their home and a neighbor thinking that it's something else calls in the police and the police arrive and they don't know what happened. They just heard someone causes. I think my African-American neighbors are having a fight and things are getting out of hand and he's yelling and screaming. He's breaking things and he's beating her or she's beating him or whatever it is. And then we have a situation at that point. You know, we want to think that things are getting better. Is I want to think that. I don't think that. I haven't thought that in a while. I just kind of roll with how things go. I just kind of make the best decisions I can for me. But as a whole society, we can't even we can't even agree on a leader. We can't even agree on on people that that are equal minded as us, share the same parallels, same the same symmetry. We don't have that. We don't have that. We don't have. We have people that want to be in the forefront, but it, it's it's their own personal agenda, whether it's political based or economic based or whatever it is. You know, I, I, I remember as a kid, several people vying for that spot. You know, we had Jesse Jackson, who we haven't heard from Jesse in a long time. In any in any of these things that's happened, you haven't heard, heard from Jesse Jackson. I wonder if he's OK, if he's alive. Have anybody heard from Jesse Jackson? He hasn't even He has not been Present We we have Al Sharpton <laughs> However you feel about Al But Al Al However you feel about him Because I got my reservations about Al But Al's been in the fight for a minute If y'all If y'all remember who Tawana Brawley was Al was Al was down for that That was Late 80s Tawana Brawley was a For those who want to Do some research She was a young woman Who claimed that she was raped uh, In I believe Brooklyn You know, these things have been happening so long for, for my younger listeners. The names of, of, of victims of r- racial violence and, brutality, and police brutality, it goes back. Racial violence goes back. When I was a kid, there were a couple of prominent cases. One, the one that I remember, obviously, when I went to school, uh, going to college, was the Philip Pinnell situation in Tina. He was 16 years old. So he would have been the same age as me today. He would have been 46. He would have been 46. He was 16, 1990 when that happened uh, to him, 1991 about us. Uh, but we had Yusuf Hawkins. Yusuf Hawkins was a, a teenager killed in Bensonhurst. And it, it was a, he was in the wrong neighborhood. He was in Bensonhurst, which I don't even know what a wrong neighborhood means, but I guess you ain't supposed to go everywhere to this day. To this day, you're not supposed to just frolic into someone's area because it's their turf or whatever. The list goes on and on and on and on and on, and it will go on. You just got to hope that you're not added to that list, that, you're, that your name doesn't come up, that we're not putting on a memorial T-shirt for you. We're not, we're not burning and looting a city for you. As I told you guys, and I, I actually started out to be kind of just just hearsay and, and talk, but I think that every black person in America, we should create a super fund. We should actually all give up a dollar. Everyone could afford a dollar. Give up a dollar to the super fund. 
collectively, there's so many of us that that would be a war chest for any of these things that happen, for any of, of, of these cases to be fought. We would have the resources available to pay any lawyer to show for it. Even if it doesn't, even if it doesn't, it's not used in that manner, but to show that we have that kind of unity, to show that we have that kind of, kind of, um, stance, I guarantee nobody would, nobody would really, you know, want to deal with that. I always think about lawyers like and attorneys like Benjamin Crump, who's fighting a few right now, a couple of prominent cases. I think he has three right now. The Breonna Taylor, the uh, the Floyd case now, and then I believe he has Aubrey's case. And, you know, we don't even know how to support these firms, how to how to get, you know, resources to them. What resources they have Because you don't only You only hear about them When these things happen You know You know Obviously there's no need for them If there's no social injustice Because that's their niche How they do things You know But when you're sitting there And you have the president Of the United States Saying when the looting starts The shooting starts What? Are you kidding? Are you kidding? He, you know He said he can't stand back And watch this happen to a, to a great American city Minneapolis A total lack of control these thugs are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd. I do agree with that. That part I do agree with. But then he goes on to say that the military is all the way with him. Speaking for the military as if it's going to be weaponized against the city. That's not what that's not what the US military is for. If anyone knows, the US military is to fight off foreign occupation, foreign invaders. We have National Guard that deals with that. They are military, but we don't use that word. The military is behind you. That means that meant you're insinuating that we're putting military, U.S. military against citizens of this country. Wow. What a what a non-presidential thing to say in an election year. Right now, I would vote for a box of pizza to become president of the United States against this clown. It's absurd. But we feel the narrative. We we feel that we have to give our two cents. I'm giving my two cents right now. I am giving my two cents right now. Whether you agree with me or not, it's your, you know, that's for you to understand and for you to know. You know, and I and I welcome someone that's, that doesn't agree with what I'm saying today. Because it shows that we can have a dialogue. We can have a conversation about what's going on. I don't always agree with with everything. How they say bipartisan. You know, when it comes to political affiliations, I don't even know what I am right now. I I have no clue. I have no clue what I what I am, what I, what I follow because I see things like I feel that certain certain you know certain groups only come around when they need your vote. It's like that ex girlfriend that doesn't you know want to let go and only comes around when, when she needs something. Or that ex-boyfriend that can't let you go. Always coming around when he needs something. That's how I feel sometimes about my vote. That it's not, it's not, it's not needed until it's election time. But in the four years that go by, nothing is being done. You make these promises and then you disappear. 
and you show up again like in four years. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember you wanted this. So let's try that this time. Nah, it don't work like that. Does not work like that. I, I, I don't know in what universe. A lot of people don't realize that we are in a microcosm. There's a larger picture. There's a bigger agenda. There's things that go on that we are not privy to, that we didn't sign up for, air quotes, that we didn't sign up for that. But we, by voting someone in, giving them the power, whether it's a a, a local prosecutor, a local judge, you know, those 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 fields, I'm sorry, those um those jobs are appointed. They just don't get handed to these people. They got to be voted in. And if you don't like that, if you live in a township where the judges are too harsh, when you go to traffic court, you vote them out. You say, you know what? I don't want this judge anymore. It was years ago when I was uh, living in, in Piscataway, New Jersey. There was a judge. I think his name was Ghazi. This guy, when I say Lord, Master, Ruler of the Universe in his courtroom, ridiculous. I had a couple of traffic tickets back in the day. You know, let's, let's call it more than a couple. Let's call it several. <laughs> but I would, I, on a couple of occasions, I had to the pleasure of being in this man's courtroom to find a ticket or whatever it was or to pay a fine. I would actually marvel in what was going on in his courtroom. I would sit there and just watch the things that were being said to people that lived in this township. Skyway is a nice township. Upper middle class people. And this judge had no regard. This judge had no, no kind of bedside manner, <laughs> I would say. He just kind of laid down the law. He was by the book, which I get. You know, the laws written and they have to enforce them. But he would tell you things as if, like, you are the worst person ever. This is why we did this. This is why this happened to you. But we're putting these people in power. We're putting uh, prosecutors in power. They are voted in. They are running for county prosecutor. They're running for, you know, state assembly. These people are in power. And when something like this happens, that I get the due diligence because under the Constitution, everyone's afforded certain liberties. Not all. We know that for a fact. Not everybody gets the, these liberties or gets these privileges. But we know under the guise of the Constitution, everyone is a, everyone has their day in court. But in certain situations, when it's when it's blatant, shouldn't there be? Okay, this happened. Clear, cut, and dry. We got to make the arrest. It's not. It's not to reassure the public of okay, well, let's do that. But when your city's on fucking fire. When there's been three nights of unrest, when there's been three nights of people who live in that city who are not on the streets protesting, but they live in those neighborhoods that are getting destroyed because somebody came from two or three cities away to destroy my neighborhood and then go back to their neighborhood. That's not right. That's not right. That's not right at all. That, that, that seems, you know, a very unfair situation. Because I, I, I'm pretty sure that everyone that's down there Doing this type of stuff I'm not even from that city Not not everyone Because why would you Why would you risk Tearing up the, the target In your own city Where people saw you on camera or, or can see you on camera What is that? 
but I live in that neighborhood. They're like, oh, they they just come destroy everything and leave. I, I people have to go to work this morning. People have to drive their cars out of that maze of debris to get to work or to get to a store to get food for their family. And this is all because of obviously the reaction to the reaction. But then it's like another reaction of like the people that's in power not acting swiftly, not acting fast enough, not trying to quell the situation. They're they're adding gasoline to this thing. No pun intended. They're adding fuel to the fire because it's it's just going to keep going. We're heading into the weekend and we don't even know what's going to happen in that city. Something has to be done. I, I don't know. It's been a very hard week and. The last two weeks, I'm hoping June is, is good. Um, I'm hoping to bring you guys some lighthearted material. But, you know, in this regard, it's just it's just like it's so much to talk about. It's so much to unpack. This week was so much to unpack. You know, Amy Cooper, you know, the president and his nonsense as usual. You know, the death of this young man who it's, I think it's been five or six days already now. And we're still not at any kind of starting point. We've had we've had civil unrest in a few a few cities around America, and I, I think it's because of the pandemic that we haven't seen much more. But then again, should we? Because nothing's going to happen. We're just going to destroy our neighborhoods. We're just going to destroy, you know, things for ourselves. You know, it's hard enough to get these these retail giants to come in to a neighborhood to invest money in, in an area that they feel that they can make a return on. But when you have civil unrest that can happen and these stores are destroyed, what makes you think that they're gonna Target's gonna put another target there? What do you think that's gonna look like in the next year or two? Or a summer from now? Crazy. Well, I'm gonna keep it light and short today. Uh we're entering into the weekend. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Um and I will touch base next week. Thank you for choosing the manual.